Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Will we give a quick disclaimer just to say that we've had to resort to Skype again because we haven't resolved our issue with our software? We haven't. We haven't. So, please enjoy. The quality is going to be 10 out of 10. Um, It is probably going to sound like you're eavesdropping on your mom and your auntie. They're having a conversation downstairs. But that's okay. That's fine. Um, The quality will be... In terms of content quality, we'll just be what chef's kiss. And we will sort our software struggles for next week. We have tried, haven't we, Emma? We've sent the emails. Yeah. We've applied the feedback. I know. Oh, fuck's sake. you got to go back to talking of phones. It's the only way. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing for it, Emma. We're going to have to watch a YouTube video now. I'm sorry. Oh, oh! Speaking of YouTube, you know my. Remember the person I said to you about ages ago, without a crystal ball. Remember the yes. YouTuber? She now has a hundred and twenty thousand YouTube followers, and she's knocking it out of the park. She's whacking up like three videos a day about all the celeb gossip news, and um, she like she's been covering the likes of like you know. Brittany and Kanye and you know that couple that adopted the baby and then rehomed the baby basically put the child up for adoption again where was that now in America so they adopted a child from China oh yes 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 I did I did hear yeah she's all over that as well so Oh, um, I'd love a bit of that now. I need, you know what? Because I have, I, I, you know, the way I have the diabetes, so I shouldn't be admitting this on air. But I do yeah. have one last chocolate biscuit left, so I'm just gonna have that, and then we're starting the diabetes thing tomorrow. But I'm gonna go watch that one now about the the adoptive parents because I just, it's, it's, it's mad. <laughs> I feel there's so many of those stories because I was looking at doing that one. Do you remember we talked about it? The the couple in America, they're always in America, aren't they? Like they're never in any other country. <laughs> but yeah. the couple in America, do you remember they adopted the little girl and then it turned out she they they claimed that she was oh, actually she was a, a woman. woman. Yes. Yeah, and she was. She was so on Dr. Phil. She was completely a fucking woman. 
Yeah, well, she was, I know, because even now when he was saying, like, Dr. Phil was like, how old are you? And she was saying, I'm 21. And Dr. Phil was like, really? Um, but, yeah, so he, uh, so what was I banging on about? I was trying, I was reading up on that one. And then last week, I was reading up um, about all the, you know, the poor surrogate babies that have been left stranded in the Ukraine because of the lockdown. Oh, okay. No, I hadn't heard about this. So there's, I couldn't get over the numbers. I can't remember now the number off the top of my head, but I had read about this before. And then there was a really good article last week in The Guardian. I know when I say The Guardian, I usually mean The Daily Mail, but in this case, it actually was The Guardian. But it was legit, okay? Um, but they were talking about, obviously, you know, with the border being closed. So all these poor surrogate mothers have given birth. And the babies are being kept in this hotel. And 80% of them, of course, have foreign parents. So they're just there with the nurses. And the parents are just speaking to the babies on FaceTime and all this kind of thing. And then there's now a campaign at the moment because with the lockdown, especially a lot of people have been saying, look, maybe we need to look again at this industry. And yeah. then this, and then the the minister for children in the Ukraine was saying, well, probably the biggest issue with the foreign adoptions is, you will be amazed the amount of times that the parents decide they're not going to take the baby. So then you have women who probably have gotten into this for economic reasons, who you know are living in poverty. A lot of the yeah. time, they feel they have to take the baby, and otherwise the baby goes to an orphanage. And I was like, God. I just I didn't I never yeah I just never would have come I never would have thought that that would have been such an issue because you know when a couple goes through the whole process of surrogacy it's no easy undertaking and then at the final hurdle there's some issue whether it's you know kind of an aesthetic defect or something and they they say no we're not taking a baby isn't it really hard to comprehend that Oh, I can't even wrap my head around it. You're one without a crystal ball. I, I keep wanting to say so without a crystal So this is a similar necklace. story then. Was this about the little yeah. girl and they claimed he didn't really fit in with the family or something? Yeah, it didn't really fit in and that they they were aware of his uh, medical needs and like the difficulties that he would have, but they weren't made aware of all of it. So she was saying... There most recently, an interesting point was that so they re they found another home for him, so they you know they I suppose re adopted him or whatever. Um, but they did it through uh, they did it privately because she Mm -hmm. said if you surrender your child through the legal way or like the proper way, which you should, that means that you automatically get investigated, obviously, because it's your child and you're surrendering your child. So they kind of went they went the private route to try and avoid being investigated. And but I think they now are subsequently getting investigated. But people's main problem with them was before they adopted their son, they were trying to do various things on YouTube and they kind of like a very modest following. And then they started sharing the whole adoption process. Yes. He was like, you know, they were putting him up on their YouTube every day and they started getting, you know, they had like, I don't know, I think it was like half a million followers. So he they was their little money maker. 
Yeah, yeah. they had the ads and they had loads of sponsorships or whatever. And then they explained wh- where had he been. I think after they had rehomed him, like a couple of weeks after, they were having this like big old family holiday off in Dubai or something. They're like, oh, trip of a lifetime and all of this. So like they obviously didn't spend that much time kind of like grieving, grieving. or whatever. Yeah. And then what they did was they kind of came out with the story that he was no longer with them uh, but he was much better off with the new family that he was with and then there was this huge backlash so they just deleted all the content with him in it and kind of tried to carry on as if like nothing happened so there's a lot of questions about like those family youtubers you know what I mean who well I think most of them are but most of them are really questionable aren't they I think many of them May have started out like with good intentions, but like I know, like say Joe when he was younger would have watched Ryan's toy review. And so the kid, say he started this channel when he was like three, and he has like in the millions upon millions of followers. Yeah, I've heard this little fella. And he's like unboxing and playing with toys every single day and then they start saying oh no like we donate all the stuff to charity which is even strange that he's just he's getting new stuff basically every day and so he probably doesn't even notice that it's gone or you know it's just weird but he's he now has twin sisters who I think the last time I saw they were babies but they're probably the twin sisters are probably like two or three and he's well like he's a lot older now like he's probably you know, eight or nine. So he's kind of probably starting to outgrow this whole, you know, he probably just wants to be like gaming or whatever. But um, no, I don't know. I haven't watched it in a while. So a listener may correct me on that one. But like, seems like a lovely little kid, but definitely you could see it evolve. It's a, like, bit, of, it's a bit of a modern day Shirley Temple situation, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You could see the gaff. Like, you could see the gaff. Uh, like oh they've moved house into a substantial gaff and the parents gave up their jobs and this was now like their full-time gig or whatever which is kind of odd like do you remember the way Macaulay Culkin would have said that thing of feeling like you're the breadwinner yes yeah I know and and I mean that's it's actually you know you look back at the home alones and stuff and you do no more than we were talking about Corey Field Fieldman or Feldman I don't know if we confirmed the other yeah. night <laughs> on the extra episode we were talking about him but there really, is, there really is no way to find out I mean that's the problem with these things if There's only no if only there was access search. yeah if only um we can dream but should have kept those phone books I reckon that but you do it. come back to I mean I think particularly it's such an obvious one but the first home alone and mm. you just look at this little man and you think, oh, God. I mean, he really was like kind of the family workhorse as such. I, I know. know they tried to get Kieran involved, but I don't know. Was Kieran in anything before Succession? Like, where was Kieran? I love him in Succession. But what has he been doing? Like, what's this? Was he in other bits and bobs? He must have been. He, I mean, we did see him on the red carpet the odd time with Mac. Um, well, now to be fair, who is the time to say Macaulay? 
Like, if you had a Macaulay in your family, you'd be calling him a Mac as well. I should, like, I, w- I don't think I'd have the audacity to call a child Macaulay. But the, but the, the Americans do. Sandra, don't they? Yeah, the Americans like to use a surname as a first name because that's how they roll. So a lot of Taylors, a lot of Kennedys, a lot of Macaulays, that kind of thing. Whatever, guys. Um, but, but no one is. I need to know. I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna go off and watch that story now about that poor little boy. And yeah, it's crazy. I mean, that story as well about the the couple who adopted the little girl. The bit that always stuck me was, do you remember? You see, that was a private adoption as well. And to be honest, there were so many red flags with that. Like it sounded like kind of almost like. You know, you're buying, I don't know, a playmat off Dundeal and you're like, I'll meet you in the little car park. So they met this this couple who had this little girl and basically they just signed on the dotted line like in the car park, which you're like, OK, come on. Like, surely there's some red flags and literally had signed the contract. And then the girl, I think she'd been in a wheelchair and she just ran over to the car and they were like, what? But the bit that stuck with me was... When the mom there, and there, to be honest, that whole story, I think on both sides, it's all very fishy having watched the Dr. Phil. But then when the mom was giving her a bath, do you remember that bit about her pubic hair floating in the water? She was like, this child can't be six. <laughs> oh. It's just in always, even as, watch, as I was watching the Dr. Phil. I just kept thinking about that, but I was like, oh my God, imagine if you adopted sure. a six-year-old and she's got this big bush. But you, you are, you're obsessed with pubes. Am I obsessed with pubes? Yeah, you, you have a, an unhealthy fixation about pubes. I don't know whether you, it's an erotic thing for you or what it is, but I mean, I think you bring up pubes at least four or five pubes times Pubes and EpiPens. They're my two things. <laughs> I do have an unhealthy, an unhealthy satisfaction with both. Um, but yeah, and sure. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. Oh, Tommy and Joe are coming. In. Oh no, they're gone. Um, come here, no, to I, me. Did you see? Yeah. Go on. What were you going to say? Sorry. I was going to say, did you see Kanye? His big news. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. I think I can gauge it from the fact that you're literally snoring down the phone as I bring well, up this topic. He's he's doing like okay if we were actually if we were going to look at this like you know like it was a real thing or whatever hasn't he missed the boat on on doing it like isn't it a bit late? It's a bit late in the day, isn't it, Kanye? I mean, yeah, I, I mean. And judge someone for timekeeping because I, you know, I wouldn't be the best. But I reckon he's a bit late to kind of even get in the running. He would have had to well, start like twenty nineteen well, minimum. I would have thought. Well, I, I, well, I did say this to my auntie today, but she informed me that that's not the case. That you can still enter at this stage. Um. So who's? But have they not missed? Has he not missed out on? I don't know how it works. I know, like, I'm making it sound like ice skating, but has he not missed out um, for qualifying for some states or something? I did, did see something about that. Like, 
like I obviously don't really have a clue which seems very different to the setup in Ireland but don't you, isn't it the kind of thing where you 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 qualify in different states in different areas yeah yeah so you'd wonder uh, I'm just looking up here can Kanye run for president um could he affect the outcome so uh he's okay so we're just opening up there I think it says so could he run for presidents experts say he can technically join the race but it won't be easy and it'll cost a lot of money to win a few votes but I mean that doesn't sound too but I thought you know what I loved (laughs) I loved my favourite bit about the whole thing was Kim's response you know you can tell now Kanye gets up and he's like I'm running for president she's like here we fucking go and she has to, because she's his missus, so she obviously yeah. has to retweet it. Like, if she's not retweeting, who is? So she puts up an American flag, which I just think is so brilliant. It reminds me of, like, when Fred says to me, I think I'm going to, I, do you know what I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to break America. I think I'm actually going to, now is the time for me to go and just do some shows yeah. in America. And you have to say, oh, do you know what I think? That would be amazing. Your timing is brilliant whilst simultaneously burning his passport like you have to do the superficial I'm being supportive but really well, like uh, yeah. I mean her sharing an American flag she basically just gave <laughs> Kanye a fucking thumbs up didn't she and the conversation I mean it's up so pa- I mean I wouldn't even say passive aggressive but it's so disinterested it's like oh okay I'll give you one emoji She's just like, could you watch the kids for 10 minutes while I do my makeup in the jacks? I'm trying to do a video here. Like, That's, honestly, just like, I just... Please, more distractions. Do you need more distractions? Oh, honestly, I'm I, I, put, I put nuggets and waffles in the air fryer. I'm going to put my makeup on. Can you fucking, can you take it from there now? Because I just want to fucking put a bit of lippy on. But you... I... I'm putting on my eyeliner, my liquid fucking eyeliner with North pulling out my arm. And he stabbed himself in the eye the last time. Do you know what? Kim should be running for president because anyone who can still get that eyeliner wing on fleek uh, with North hanging me- off yet. Yeah. And the other three. I mean, honestly, she should be running for president. Like, let's get real. No, I mean, this is just... But you see, box. it's interesting because, I mean, look, he is I could obviously... Be done because it's, it's already an absolute shit show, so they might as well have him as their... Yeah, their it is. Big way. Do you know what I mean? I don't, like, like yeah, go on. Because I is, don't... It don't is a lot... Like. Yeah, it's a lot, of, it's a lot of pantomime, isn't it? Like, as you say, they may as well have Kanye run at this stage. But it's more exciting to watch a blaze rather than... A slow burn, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you want a bit of petrol or something on that, don't you? <laughs> and Kanye's definitely the petrol. And I do think, oh, I mean, imagine now Donald's response when you're, I mean, Biden, I'd say they've had to remind Biden, like, I probably four times the last 24 hours that Kanye has entered the race. Each <laughs> time he's as equally surprised. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised. If he if he ends up getting, I mean, like they have, they do have a history of kind of electing fictional but characters. Donald Trump, people didn't I think he was going to get elected. But they essentially just elected the character that he played in The Apprentice. They elected Ronald Reagan movie star. 
character. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I kind of, I mean, at the risk of sounding like a lunatic, I mean, I could see why people, when faced with Biden and Donald Trump, would vote for Kanye. I know, but I think they seem to vote, they seem to vote for their president in the way that we should. Like, our president doesn't have any power. Do you know what I mean? They're just a minister. So we, like, we should really, we should, like, you know, give Gabriel Byrne a go in the office or, like, you know what I mean? Martin King. Martin King would be great. But, like, Ah, (laughs) Ah, there he is. Yeah, he'd be great at welcoming people in the airport. It's gone a fucking lot. But, so, we, like, we, (laughs) (laughs) Dublin just so appalling. I'm like, have you ever met anyone from Dublin? It's just like, it's so gas. Well, give but every now and again, I, I come out with an Emma phrase and people are like, no. I mean, Emma can pull it off, but absolutely not you. Uh, what happens is, you know, if you're talking to somebody a good bit, you do start oh, picking up. Off. They're like, I don't say that. It's Emma's say language. That. I'm trying I to say think. Fuck off. No, but, no. Or do you know what's really pissing me off? No, that's your line. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you know what's really pissing me off? But, but, but you know what I mean? We could have mad presidents and it would be a bit of a laugh. But like in America, they are one of the most powerful people in the world. So it is a little bit worrying. But Sherlock. Yeah, you see, well, this is why we can have the chokey, you know, we can have the chokey candidates, we as you say. We have the candidates, but they never, the jokey person never really gets elected. Well, you know, you have someone like Dana who lectures, um, you know, she's lecturing a neuroscientist on the science of the brain. Like you have these kind of like outlandish people running for president and everyone's like, sure, leave them off. What's the harm? I mean, look, even if they got in, they'd do sweet fuck all anyway. I mean, it is, it's fairly, it's a, it's a really inoffensive position. Yeah, so I don't know what they're playing at, but I'd say Kim is just, uh, do you know what I mean? When I'd say her eyes are just, I'd say Kim's eyes are just glued to the ceiling now at this stage. The eye rolling has just taken, it's gone next level. She has gone and she's got the pregnancy pillow out of the top of the wardrobe and she's just sleeping with that now. And he's like, why are you, why are you sleeping with that? She's like, because I am. Because that's what's happening now. you should see me with my pregnancy pillow I just don't need anyone else in my life I feel like it shouldn't even be called a pregnancy pillow I think it should just be called a company pillow because there were so many times in my life that I needed this I know but then it gets to the stage of like you can't look at the fucking thing and you're like get it out because it just takes up so much fucking room. I swear to God, like, I I must have thrown mine in one of the fucking many unce, unce, unce bonfires I had out the back. Well, I just, I mean, look, Fred. Looking at the fucking thing, like, the pregnancy, I, that is. I, I am, I am, at, well, sure, look, poor old Fred often gets kicked out in the middle of the night. Um, oh, my God. We have to, we have a second bedroom. Well, what I do is handy we, for a baby. Very handy for the baby. But I mean, well, we do you know what now? Kit, I wouldn't say I kick him out because what we do is I like obviously like you know so we'd be kind of sleeping lightly, 
Um, so I'd be a light sleeper and I get up about five times a night to go for a wee and all that. So we take it in turns that I'll go to the other room or he'll go to the other room. But like <laughs> he did say the other day, it does feel like there are three of us in this marriage. And he was referring to my ginormous pregnancy pillow. Um, because it is like having another person in the bed, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Especially like if it's a warm it's a warm evening or it's just, yeah, it takes up a lot of room, but like it is a vital piece of kit. I want to actually, um, I want to ask you something now because you are, a, a, you're a country woman. Okay. So you might know about this. Actually not, but anyway, go on. So during lockdown, I uh, saw this, I don't know, I got a WhatsApp message or something about a milkman delivering in my area. So I was like, you know, I'm going to get that because. Is this one of these WhatsApps where you click in about a milkman delivering in your area and it's just a huge cock? No, I haven't gotten one of them in ages, actually. I don't know why. Where have they gone? Please tell me. I hope the person who was making them didn't get COVID because they've totally disappeared. It was like every like other day it was incessant, but they've just totally disappeared. I don't know what's going on. But no, it was some like uh, someone in the area sent me a WhatsApp message and it was like this milkman thing. And I was like, you know, I'm going to sign up for that actually because it will reduce my trips to the shop. So I signed up for this thing, getting the milk and you can get eggs. So the first time, obviously, I got eggs. I got milk, I got fucking yogurts, I got yaps, I got butter, I fucking went hell for leather on the whole thing. So then I was like, okay, scale it back. So I just kept at the eggs and the milk twice a week. Now, here is the problem. The milk person, okay, I'm not going to gender specify, okay, 2020. The milk person leaves the milk on the windowsill. So on a Monday morning, there's two liters of milk. And there is a dozen eggs and the pesky birds are cracking into the eggs. They're picking their way through the box and they're getting into the eggs. So a couple of times came out and like they'd hacked into one egg or they'd hacked into two eggs. Then on Friday, all the eggs were fucked on the ground. Right. So then last night, what we did was I had a plastic bucket and I wrote on the bucket, can you use this for the eggs, please, to cover them? Now, we didn't use the bucket, but I woke up at five o'clock in the morning <laughs> and I could hear the birds, the fox. So I went out at five o'clock in the morning and rescued the eggs. They'd gotten through the cardboard. They hadn't gotten into a shell. So I just got it in the nick of time. What am I going to do about this, Julie? Well, I think the only solution is to do a Phoebe's cat, a Phoebe. Do you remember Phoebe and friends had the cat boyfriend and he just shot the bird? I think that's your only option now. I think so. Well, I think it was a reasonable, it was a reasonable request to ask milk person, because again, we don't want to gender specify. Um, Even though it does, it does have all the markings of a male. Like, let's just be honest here. Um, you've clearly left a note and a bucket like it's fairly self-explanatory but okay might not be a male we don't alienate our three male listeners um I mean yeah yeah, well he or she um would have had to have walked over the bucket like would have had to have leaned over the bucket like it wasn't a gigantic bucket and I'm sure the note was I mean we're not talking like a small note I imagine it was fairly visible 
Well, it was very windy last night, so the note was written on the side. Oh, okay. So just as for milk person. Okay, because that little detail now has changed the whole shape of the story. So what you needed to do there, you needed an A4 sheet. And you needed to... Could he not see... Could he or she not see the shells (laughs) that were fucked there from Friday? I, just, oh, I, think, I, I think at half I think four in the on morning. Friday, on Friday, they just went, fuck it, it's the end of the week. And they took the absolute piss and they just smashed them. They did, I don't even think they started pecking into them. Like they literally just smashed them. Yeah, the birds are very, I mean, I don't know. Like maybe it's just the symbolism of the eggs. They all find, find they maybe they find that hugely offensive. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, God, I'm so insensitive. But why don't you get, you know, the little, I, I mean, it is, I mean, it's very. Why don't you, know, you get those plastic containers that everyone used to have back in the day with the little you hands? Just took, you just but took yeah, the words out of my mouth. Premier dairy, Premier dairy or some shit like that. How many eggs are you getting? 12. Um, on a Monday, we're getting 12. On a Friday, we're getting six. Okay. Um, so you're all about the gains. In the Doran Doran household, you're all about the gains. Yeah, well, we have we'd have pancakes. Ella would have pancakes three times a week. She'd have the banana pancakes. Boys would have pancakes at least once a week. Shane fairly lashes into the eggs. We'd have quiches. We'd have omelets. We'd have salad. Well, yeah. No, we we um we. I mean, I should have I should have foreseen that you go through your egg dishes there. But we do also we also consume a lot of eggs. Our running joke in this house is for the first six months of our relationship. No, not a competition. The for the first six months of our relationship, Fred would always say, "Will I make you an egg omelet?" And I'd be like, "Oh, yeah, great." And then six months in, you know, when you're comfortable enough to kind of let the niceness slide. I just turned around to one day. It's like, Fred, there's only one type of omelet. They're all egg omelets, Fred. We had a good laugh about it. So now he does the whole thing. I'd say every second day he asks if I want an egg omelet. It's like a running joke. So we do like our eggs. But what I'll send you is I have a ceramic egg holder. And I'm not saying it's not probably not, you know, it's not completely impervious to the elements. But for the foreseeable, it will do you fine. Yeah, it's just, it's starting I mean, the to seagull get. seagull still get in there because the seagulls are fucking juice heads at the moment. I don't know what's going on with the Dublin seagulls. <laughs> the fucking size of the bastards. Now. Yeah, no, it's like GMO central. So the They're seagulls are taking over. Yeah. They're yeah, so. All the thing, folks say, but, but, but I think I will, I will send you that because that's probably a good way to keep, to keep the eggs safe. It's just winding me up now. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. Well, I mean, either. I mean, the other possibility is, I mean, it's Will your it eternal en- enemy, the neighbour. Wait, I tell you. Wait, I tell you. In the gaff about a week ago, we're both in bed. We're all, well, we're all in bed. Me and Shane are in bed. It's half about half twelve at night. Doorbell goes. I'm freaked out because you know the way. If you get a call or something late at night, you think your parents, you think something's wrong, okay? And Shane goes down to check. There's nobody there. But I see somebody driving away. So I'm proper freaked out now. Like, I have conspiracy theories up my fucking hall. But then it turns out, actually, that the doorbell is, well, I didn't find this out until about five days later. The doorbell is faulty. 
and it just goes off every so often. Because <laughs> I saw it go off one day and there was no, like, there was defo nobody there. But I thought, like, somebody, I thought it was the person who was slashing my tyres. But it could still be. Maybe they throw in a red herring just to, like, you know what I mean? Well, you would think that, of course. Um, like, I just, I'm just quite envious of your optimistic outlook on life because I'm just can't forget about somebody ringing the doorbell at half 12 at night. Somebody comes to the door any time of the day or night. I'm just presuming they're here to kill me. Even the postman. But that is probably because the postman is like, you know, coming in and like sitting on the side of the bed with us. (laughs) He is just so gassed. P.S. Love the postman. Um, but even Fred and myself were laughing the other day because he comes in through the patio and he'll like leave oh. it on the kitchen table and be having the chats with us. Lovely guy, lovely guy. But you know, some days you pop out and like I might be in a t-shirt and like some days you want to keep it breezy. Like there might be no nicks happening. I mean, it's just, it's one of those. And I'm like, I need to just make sure I now have pants on at all times because the postman is practically crawling in the bed with us. But is um, he the kind of who if you found out if you were watching the news and you see him and it's some like he like horrendous crime how shocked would you be on a scale of one to ten do you know what I'm just not shocked at all anymore I just kind of presume everyone is capable of a horrendous crime I like I don't know I mean then because then Fred was like what's going on here is this because you know Fred comes out and like I'm just chatting to the postman in the kitchen he's like this is just I mean what's happening um but he did go off for the night and he was like I presume you're gonna get on to our old friend Mr Postman and I was like I really you know the way it's so funny isn't it how men perceive how you spend your time when you're on your own I was like my worst nightmare when when you're away for tonight Fred rest assured the last thing I'm going to be doing is having a hookup. Wouldn't that just be the last thing on your mind? Think of all the Netflix you can get in. Oh, God. Me and just then, you know, and, and YouTube. you heard, you heard then. When did you have this disturbance at half 12 at the doorbell? What day was it? Last night? No, no, it was probably about a week ago, but it, it wasn't, it was a, it was a midweek, midweek. Which is even scarier. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. See, it definitely wasn't like the weekend or whatever, because then you'd just be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, because I mean, realistically, like if the doorbell's going, you're like on a Wednesday, you're like, I'm dead in the bed because sure, everyone's <laughs> at home. Any, every normal person's at home watching the midweek movie. That's but you're like, like during the 90s. There was no crime happening on a Sunday night because it didn't matter what kind of hardcore criminal you were. You were at home watching a yore. <laughs> Come here. What's the story with um Dahi and his missus? Have you arranged a little couple's get together now that things are easing? <sighs> open? No, How I wish but celebrity friendship working out. Um well uh, it, you're not for celebrity but for the profile. Well god, it would be great, wouldn't it? And well, I do love about Dahi, he is such a soldier. He'll always like the video no matter how bad the video is, which I yeah. love about him. And I've noticed he's a real liker of people. Like, you know, the way he just goes through, he's like 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 doesn't overthink it. He's just liking everyone. So he's just he's such just an guy. His, he's doing what I do, he's just giving his phone to his kid and let me say. So they haven't been on to them since. pictures as fast as he can. 
<laughs> they haven't been on to since um, the instant at the, at the Super Value where we over explained why I was sitting in the back of the car and went oh, extraneous lengths to explain that Fred wasn't controlling. And then Dahi was just genuinely concerned about the cat when he heard I'd fed the cat all the ham. And it was just nothing was hitting. We discussed that. You know, none of my jokes were fine because Dahi's just such a lovely, earnest person. A great crack, like, but he was genuinely like, is the cat okay? And I was like, God, I can't. I mean, this is just all my jokes are going wrong today. I mean, look, the double date hasn't happened as of yet. But I think it's definitely, it's definitely in the pipeline. I'm actually doing Dahi's show on Tisha Cahar, that one. You know, he does this little uh, interview show. Go, yeah. So I'm doing oh, that the next oh, well. week. Yeah. What time? What the fuck are you talking about? Of course I don't know the show on Tisha Well, Cahar. look, of course you don't. It's like when I said, Raj, and great that never listens to and you're like, what are you talking about? Um, but, <laughs> but, I mean, look. This is my claim oh, to fame. This is I my claim to fame. To. Yours is coming. You, then I don't know what it is. I do. Look, Dapper Dahi, of course you're going to sit down and have the chats with them. And you know, one thing I will say about his wife, I mean, she was so That's lovely awesome. and so nice. But one mm-hmm. thing I have noticed about, I don't understand this because I've very, very, one of my best buddies is second generation uh, Irish. So, you know, the way she's obviously born in America, but the parent, her parents are Irish. And wow. similarly with this girl, and it, I would say the same with Dahi's wife, it doesn't make sense that genetically they're the same as us. But something has happened. I don't know what it is, Emma, but their yeah. skin is iridescent. Their hair is amazing. And you're like, but this doesn't make sense because genetically you should look like me. Did they grow up in Ireland or America? You see, this is it. Is it the products they were using growing up in the States? The climate, baby. Maybe the, the wind climate. And the yeah. Hail. The wind and the hail. The wind could I chew you. It's no place for the old. It's the wind. Yeah, yeah you're right. The hail. Do you know it's, what? The rain, it's the harsh rain, it's the hailstones, it's the it's fucking the rain every, it's, we're basically getting fucked over by an ocean every other day. Yeah, do you know what, now even as you say it, I mean, maybe the wind is knocking your eggs over and setting the doorbell off, because like, we are, yeah, you're right, like, we're a country with streams. <laughs> no, no, it's it's the birds are something like that. I'm not, I'm not going to blame the wind. I think th- I think it was the wind on Friday. Like, were they really fucked over twelve eggs? Beneath my wings. Um, no, I'll send you that ceramic, and it'll it'll be all sorted. Well, because no, I have... they're better looking. It's just that they don't have the hail and the wind. Yeah, maybe that. Do you know what that could be? Never, because, in my opinion, in my opinion, you will never get. If you were to get a rugged Irish man beside a rugged American man, the rugged Irish man would win every time. Yeah, well, generally, I think that's roughly because a rugged American man is somebody who has kind of given up, given up on life to an extent and has gone to live on the side of a mountain and is kind of having a bit of a Bear Grylls lifestyle. Whereas a, a rugged Irish man is just basically any Irish man of a certain age because none of them are wearing SPF. 
I know. They're like, I'm not, I'm not, like you suggest putting on some sun cream and they're like, whoa, okay. I'm a straight male, just so you know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but your skin, like everyone has the same skin. Like we have the same epidermis. It's like, okay, no, thank you. Next, you'll be asking me to wear a pink t-shirt. And thank you, but no. I've actually only started wearing sun cream every day. Oh, stop, Emma. Couple of months. But would there not be a little bit in your moisturizer that you put on? Oh my God, Julie. Up until very recently. You just can't wait for me to have kids and just actually get a bit of a reality check. No, no, but this is something, <laughs> well, no, maybe it is something to do with kids, but I tried out now. I was never an adult without some sort of a kid. And now I never. I was never great at taking off uh, like makeup shit, moisturize my face. So I'm now, I'm now at this ripe old age trying to make a conscious effort to look after my skin. But it was always terrible at looking after my skin. The only time I'd ever start looking after my skin would I'd get some mad, like, like, you know, Mount Vesuvius on my chin and like hope that if I suddenly start taking care of my face, it's going to sort it. But I have to say that my skin is much better now since I've been eating healthier. That has made a huge difference to me. So it's obviously diet and whatever. But I'm only wearing sun cream every day now. In the last couple of months, I've finally gotten it into it. Well, I think, I mean, I, I wouldn't have great skin. I mean, it surprises me now yeah, because you have, you have great skin. So it surprised me that it's only the last couple of months. I but I think you see yourself. You have lovely skin. Oh, thank I you. I, I don't blame you. Your little bum cheeks now. Oh, you're very <laughs> sweet. But I just, you know what it is, actually, with the skin. You fucking blemish actually oh no I'm like a no I generally uh, I would if somebody had to describe my skin texture texture I would say gaping would be the main thing like a lot of gaping pores um but you know what it is I think I always had a bit of a skincare routine nothing too like you know too insane but you know that stems that stems back to the fact that I had really really bad acne when I was in primary school because we often talk about how Judy was this freakish woman child I mean yeah. Jesus sure I'm talking about the poor girl adopted in America with her big bush at age six I wasn't much further off I was I was nine when I had puberty but I had the worst acne when I was 10 when I was in fourth class so then I think when you have acne, you kind of have to start in a skincare regime to prevent it. Yeah, I didn't have acne now, but I, w- I would have definitely had breakouts at that age. Yeah, no, I, I was I was I was quite bad. But I, but I can't it's better. Well, no, not that I'd wish acne, but a friend of mine had would have had a bit of acne, but she would have been able to like cover it up with makeup better than I would have been able to cover up. The volcanoes. That kind of yeah. Way? Well, you do with the acne, you do learn the tricks of the trade. Like I was pre-makeup, but I was uh I was just in time with my ginger with my ginger cowlick. So I just cleverly used my ginger cowlick to disguise at least 50% of the acne. But then uh, that brought yeah. its own problems because you have a ginger cowlick. <laughs> It's just a vicious cycle, really, isn't it's it? It's just a vicious cycle. Come here, speaking of vicious cycles, we have to mention, because a couple of people messaged us about Big Arrest of the Week. Brittany. Oh, I wasn't thinking. I was going to say Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh, yeah. Brittany let's talk arrested. 
No, I thought you said, I didn't hear it when you said arrested. We'll talk about Britney and some other stuff on the patron. Let's, but let's talk idea. about Let's talk about this wagon. Yes. Let's actually, yes, because for the extra episode. Yeah, because for the extra episode, actually, a couple of people, when I asked for suggestions, said Brittany. This is pre the latest stuff. So let's do the extra yeah. episode on Brittany this week. Great we'll, idea. We'll be a bit further down the line by the time we're doing that as well. Yeah. So we might have more info. But I was delighted when I actually, I can't credit the person now who tagged us on Twitter. Um, was it Bren? Oh, maybe it was Bren. I think it, it was could have been Bren. Bren. Yeah. But I was delighted. So it's going to be interesting. And then I saw somebody, somebody tweeted, and I wish I could fucking credit this person, but they're like talking about her popping up in all these pictures with people. They're like, she's some weird sex trafficking forest gump appearing in all these places over history. But I'm delighted for her now. I can't wait for this to unfold and see what happens now. I ch- yeah. And, but you know what? In terms of the coverage... One thing that does annoy me is the way people keep keep banging on about, like they keep kind of framing it as that his she, girlfriend. well, his girlfriend, but also that she facilitated the paedophilic behaviour. Like, sorry, but she was an active paedophile. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, sorry, that's exactly what I'm saying, that she's kind of... Uh, she was just and the same that they're making out that she's ancillary. It's like no, like she was an active and still is probably. Yeah. Well, I think whatever he would have, like you know, whatever he would have gotten, she should have gotten the same. Of course, absolutely. And obviously, depend. You know, obviously, it would be dependent on what deals were done or how much information that they were willing to give or whatever. But there's no difference between him or her. None. And that is the one thing. I don't know whether it's to do with defamation or what the dealio is, but I don't know whether she's just like, oh, it, yeah, it is all a bit like, oh, she just turned a blind eye to it, the poor little devil. What? Yeah, well, you wonder, you wonder, is it a bit gendered as well? And like, I suppose like yeah, we kind of have to. legal thing, is it gendered? Is it? Yeah. Is it Oh. it's it's I mean like it's it's very strange like how Are people scared of her because obviously she's very powerful so they're waiting until they are definitely officially told like she has been you know <laughs> yeah well maybe they're being extra cautious I don't mm-hmm. know may, I don't know may, I'm hoping that it's a case of that they've been briefed by um authorities or whatever of what they can and cannot say or do you know what I mean mm-hmm. they should or should say and not to like to interfere with the case or whatever because obviously if there's going to be a jury the person can always say um what you know what I mean what is the word I'm looking for I read a that couple can- of articles on the Guardian about this and yeah. by Guardian, I mean Daily Mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but, I, but I personally now, and I think I would speak for the vast majority of people, I think we've seen so many times how these trials, etc., play out. And, like, I think most of us would much prefer that the media, including the tabloids, of course, 
just be that extra bit cautious because it's just so, so, so important for all these poor victims. Like the fact that Epstein essentially alluded, you know, he alluded justice in the sense that like he, you know, whether you want to believe he killed himself or he didn't, but he like those poor victims didn't get to go through yeah. a trial with him and have, I mean, I wouldn't say closure, but at least have some vehicle to talk about like how these things have affected the course of their lives forever. So it's just so, so, so important that she is put on trial. And I mean, I guess... But you see, even though you... Like, it's also important that she um, gets a fair, a fair trial. trial. You don't yeah. want to say... You don't want anyone kind of claiming that... Um, you know, justice wasn't done or whatever, or having any grey area well, there. Well, I think no matter how despicable the person is, like they have, it's so important that these people get a fair trial because if they don't, it undermines everything. It undermines just, a conviction because they can, as you say, like, you know, just play that card of, oh, well, sure, I didn't get a fair. I mean, Harvey Weinstein's lawyers, that was a big thing that you know ultimately it's trial by media and all that and he's hobbling along but I mean it does it does undermine it undermines every conviction if people don't you know get that but I don't know it's it is interesting I wonder will she will she squeal on Andy what do you think well I don't know I mean because remember obviously we were saying where is she and the fact that it had all been see the FBI listened to up to 90 Obviously, but you know the way we were like, oh, it's all fairly, nothing really seems to be going on. So they're obviously take it. Well, it would appear that this has been taken very seriously and it's been kind of, you know, treated like with, not caution, caution is not the right word, but it's you'd imagine that it seems to be that they're going through each step the right way. by the book. Mm-hmm. To make sure that somebody, somebody gets it for this, like, so, like, somebody, like, obviously, you'd imagine that there's going to be several people, but um, I mean, you would, I mean, you would, I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but you really, really would. I mean, you know, everyone had the tweets, so I'd say he's sweating now and all that kind of crap, but yeah, you would love, and like, I don't want to sound like kind of you don't want to sound kind of hawkish about it but I I, it, I just feel it just when he lied so blatantly about what that woman was saying you would absolutely love now if just bit him in the arse oh yeah I mean I think everyone would absolutely love him to get it wouldn't they oh hang on just give me one sec of course <laughs> sorry Tommy that's you there sorry I'm um Trying to do two things at once there. I can't believe but, so you do have kids. Story checks out. I do have kids. Um, no, I actually, I gave them a bath this morning and they were like, where's our pajamas? And I was like, go on your bed. And where's our pajamas? They're not. And I was like, oh no, I put them in the wash. So just testing them. But uh, no, I'd absolutely love for him to get something. I'm sure he's, I mean, I know officially, officially it doesn't really matter, but like he's not a member of the royal family. He's not an active member. He's retired. So it'd be great now. What a stupid fucking oh, slimy motherfucker he is. You know, oh. he has to get a real big 
like a real bollocking up the hole, wouldn't you? Just like a, a kick up the fucking hole. Yeah. Just like fucking. I think it was just, you must understand. I think it was just the way he thought we were all so beneath him intellectually. I know. Including like Emily Matisse. That I think, I think it's that, just that extra layer of complete arrogance. Aside from all the other overt arrogance that you'd be like, oh God, wouldn't it just be great if she was like, you know what, focus. Do you know when you see people, and I I don't want to throw her name into the mix here, but on a separate note, you know the way like say when you see the likes of um, like Beyonce or whatever, like when she was starting out. And obviously at that stage, she would have had some, you know, by the time she's doing like going over to Europe and kind of like trying to get a few quid there as well while she's at it. She's obviously gone through some media training and whatever. But then you see her like, you know, as the years go on and she obviously has this huge wealth and there's loads of media training and she's getting prepped for everything and blah, blah, blah. And is well prepared and all that. Like the difference in those people. But when you think of someone like Andrew, who has had access to that kind of like to those kind of facilities and mines and whatever his whole entire life. And obviously he had he had like he knew that he was going to be doing the interview. He had a lot of time to prep. There was going to be they weren't going to be covering any new stuff. He, he basically would have known every single question. And mm-hmm. that's that he could do and he's grown up in that he's had that his whole life and this has been a long that interview was a long long time coming and that's the best he could come up with I just find that absolutely mind-boggling that that's what he came up with like imagine that if you had like media advisors and whatever your whole entire life and then you get to prep for an interview for like what 10 months probably Minimum. Yeah. Like actually, for the D-Day, this interview. And you feck all else going on. Like, you're doing nothing. Like, you're seriously doing nothing else. You're not, like, clearing out the spare room. Or, like, oh, geez, the skip came this week, so I just got completely side. Like, you've nothing going on. And that was yeah. up. You're just like, it is. It it is pretty crazy. Um, I know even his choice of words, unbecoming, and Emily's like, he was a sex offender. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, I, but I feel with, but you know, with Andrew, entitled all that. But how take he is. But that's yeah. No, he's very unintelligent person. I mean, he would be the type now, like you you know you say oh look I I let's go for a walk in the woods um I think will we just stick to the trail and he's like no no I know I know better trail and then you're clearly lost it's a few days later you're like look I mean we can send help like I can do an SOS no no it's just as in his level of arrogance, he obviously just presumes that he doesn't yeah, need, like the irony of somebody who's been helped his whole life, thinking that yeah, he doesn't need help. I think that day when you and Fred went for that walk, I think he was just trying to have a bit of crack. I don't think he was trying to make out like that he knew better. And he did feel bad that he's getting lost. Oh, in the stop. Do you know what? People still want, we like that one picture of the time myself and Fred went on the walk. 
and we took a picture of it. We just don't do walks. It's terrible. And also, I think Prince Andrew asked me for a walk in the woods. To beat the band. I thought you were walking to beat the band. Well, I walk. I walk Did on my own. Them? Oh. I, yeah, no, I walk on my own because I listen to my little podcasts. Um, you know, I'm getting really worried. Like the baby is just gonna have a skewed vision of the world. Because the other way they say that, like play music for it and stuff. And like all we watch together is the wire. So I just feel like the baby is gonna presume it's being born into like West Baltimore. It's gonna be completely confused. But um, I did. You know, I shouldn't even talk about Prince Andrew. I had a nightmare about no, him the other night. Oh, Judy, it doesn't, honestly, it does not even matter. If you think of when I had Ella, and Ella is highly intelligent, she has sporting ability, she has academic ability, she's very uh, emotionally intelligent, all this stuff. Like, I don't, I think they big up the whole bump thing a bit much. Like, I'd say just go help a little yeah, I mean that's an, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, but yeah, many hopes. Hoping that. Oh, hang on, Joe. Hang on, Joe is here. What you want to say, Joe? Um, is he trying to do my talk? No, you can have a couple more minutes. Have you up a minute? Tell Tommy to get his jammies on, though. Take off the boxing gloves. <laughs> so cute. He's one. He's one. St- one step away now from his own YouTube channel. I think Joe. No, the funny thing, Joe is actually really into it and he, he wants to set one up. And I'm like, okay, like obviously I set up a private one from wherever, but he's making all these stop motion. Is it stop motion? I don't even know. Stop motion videos. They're actually pretty cool. But you should tell him really to set one up for him, so. I will. I'll set one up for him. And I'll, I'll set have an old cameo. It's so funny because Tommy's like Mr. Like showbiz, but he actually gets kind of like nervous then, you know, that kind of way. But um, it's just it's just stage fresh. But I'll, uh, yeah, I will set one up from and I'll I'll say to my brothers just so he can like, oh, somebody liked it. Or whatever. Can I have access to the YouTube channel? Yeah, of course. You can have access to it. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm I'd love that. Here, I'm just going to draw the line at that. But um, yeah, he's all into it. He's, you say that a, now. <laughs> I know. You say that but like I there's going to be a week and you've no video and you'll be like, you'll just whack up Joe and tell me no problem. <laughs> so he's not, see, the thing is actually, he's not in the videos. He's filming. So I was like, you know, my cousin, uh, Daniel, who I do for, I was like, oh, so do you want to do what like uh, Daniel does? And he was like, yeah. So I was like, okay, like, a filmmaker, but he obviously doesn't know what the difference is between a filmmaker and a YouTuber. You know that kind of way. I don't think he's. I don't think he's thinking about that. He's so into all this. Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna start getting him to film my sketches. Like, looks like. But I was um, gonna say, like, but you see, you be around with your little tripod and stuff. So you see, all it's funny how like all these things probably register with the kids. Yeah, maybe they do. I don't know, but he's like he's doing videos about Lego and Pokemon. I think I, 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 I don't have too much to say here, but I feel he has to broaden his content just a little bit. My Pokemon knowledge is limited. I'll stretch to the Lego. I'll watch the Lego one. No, because he met up with his mate there the other day and they were talking about Pokemon for like a solid, I'd say, hour and a half, two hours. They were like two hours at the kitchen table, like gas bagging about Pokemon. I love it. It's like us talking about 
anything really. <laughs> I was going to say Brittany, but basically anything. Come here, I'm going to read out 10 patrons very quickly. And I can't do the alphabetical order thing anymore, so I'm just going to go now in order of people who last joined. So I'm just going to do that because it's just easier. Okay, so the last 10. Here we go. The big yeah. 10. Okay, yeah. we've got Einish K, Emer F, Caroline S, Pia J. That's a nice name, isn't it? Pia J. Ali yeah. K, uh, Selkie's illustration. Paula, mm-hmm. one name only. Rob, one name only. Mairead M, Orla O C, Catherine B, Rosie, Carol, Megan D, Michelle K, and Shane O M. Thank you so much, guys. It means so much to support the podcast. And you're just the best. Three dollars a month, four extra episodes. You can't argue with that now, really, can you? But it's it's still it means so much to us, and we really appreciate it. So thanks a mil. And we just we don't want to put people under pressure or anything like that. But Julie wants to get an epidural. So if we could just dig deep fingers crossed. If we could please, you know, she wants to get a few bits from Marks and Spencers. She doesn't want to have to get all the gear from Deals. So if you could just yeah. wait, wouldn't that be nice? Oh, it'd be so nice. And you know what? Because my little diabetes machine, the pins are going to cost me 27 euro a week. It's not cheap, no, please, is it? guys. Yeah. No, please. I really need your help here. Okay. Thank you so much, Emma, for coming into my life. I've been GDJ. I've been Emma Dorn. God bless. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.